Hello and welcome to podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because when I sat down to record it, I was actually unaware of exactly what I was going to speak about, but I knew that something important was going to come through and I knew that I just had this feeling that I really wanted to express a message to anyone who is listening to this today. And this message is for you because as we all know, there is this big self-love and self-care movement that's been going on for a few years now, many years, and it's a really beautiful movement, but I kind of challenge it in a way that I think is a little bit more helpful so we can kind of open up our perspectives to see what's been going on within the movement, how people have been kind of um, taking it and using it and how we can use it in a better way for ourselves. I also talk about our intuition and how important it is to use it and also how to use it in order to really um, to really find our self-love and to really care for ourselves on a deeper level versus just, you know, the whole take a bubble bath at night kind of thing, which is awesome, you know, do that too. But uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Please don't forget to screenshot it or share it or subscribe, all of the things. I really, really appreciate your support. And without further ado, enjoy. Hello and welcome to podcast. I'm Cassie, your host, and I'm excited that you have decided to spend a little time with me today to expand the mind and to really just help ourselves. I am recording this episode today without a clear direction with where I want to go, so I don't have a title. Usually what I'll do is I'll come up with a title and bullet points about what I want to talk about, but today I'm just feeling inspired to speak from my intuition, from my heart, from the energy of the collective to feel out what people need to hear. It's not always what I feel like talking about, um, but I think today they're going to go hand in hand um, because I'm really passionate to talk about the things that you want to hear about, even if it's not the first thing that comes to my mind. So I'm just going to take a second here and sort of tune in. And uh, so just give me, just give me a few seconds here and then we'll get going. Okay. And if you'd like actually right now, take a few breaths with me, take a few breaths, center in because this is going to help you take in this content as well. Okay. talk about the self-love movement right now, which basically is, I mean, if you're on social media at all, you will see a lot of hashtag self-love, hashtag help yourself, hashtag, you know, all the, all the things, all the hashtags about, um, you know, all the, all, all the ways that we can help ourselves. I mean, personal development and self-help books and self, 
love, self-trust, you know, these are all really amazing things that we need to harness. But I always like to be the devil's advocate with ideas that are really big and out there and that so much of the collective is consuming. Because ultimately, if we're all consuming these big ideas, then eventually we're going to kind of own these ideas as our own and teach other about these ideas, about how we do our self-love, self-care, all that stuff. And it was interesting because when I first met my, my boyfriend, Joe, he kind of talked to me about this, about how, you know, all of the new age spiritual and i mean i don't know if he was using the term spiritual but just this new age new generation just coming out there basically preaching to be selfish and he's like you know i don't think that that's like a good message that you really need to like care only about yourself because that's just gonna make you very egotistical and not care about anyone else and i was i was at first a little defensive about that because I'm all about self-love. Like, I mean, I'm all about giving yourself what you need and, and, and doing the things for yourself that would benefit you ultimately. Um, so I was a little triggered at first when he, because he actually does have a lot of opposing opinions that we, I mean, not really, but he likes to play the de- devil's advocate too. And it, that's why we have such an, not why we have such a great relationship, but it's one of the reasons is because we never get bored talking because we're not afraid to challenge each other's ideas. We're not afraid to challenge big ideas or big religions or theories. And it's so fun to just like, what if this is how things worked? Or what if this is how this came about? What if the earth appeared in this way or whatever, you know, all of the, all of the esoteric, the spiritual, the scientific Uh, We love just dissecting ideas that are really big and kind of coming up with our own conclusion in a way or at least being curious about like what if this is the case. And most recently we're talking a lot about aliens because we're not only loving, you know, the whole like um, all of the flying saucer. Oh, my God, my mind all of the UFO sightings and everything like that and disclosure that's pretty much happening now. Uh, it's super exciting, but we're also, we're also watching X-Files <laughs> and I can't believe that, I, I don't know, like the 15 year old me would never imagine me watching anything like that because I just, I have this, I, I used to be scared a lot. I would be really scared to, to even like, um, to even just give any time and attention to ideas that are very obscure to the average person like aliens um i don't know i think it i nowadays okay this is just a little little tangent on aliens nowadays i think it's more strange to not believe in aliens personally i, I not that i think that you're strange if you don't believe in aliens but i think it's more strange these days in my mind to not believe in them Whereas before, when I was younger, I I was very okay with not even thinking about it. It's not that I didn't believe in them. It's just I don't even want to give any attention to this idea because it scares me. I'm like, I'm going to get a nightmare if I talk about it. That's how I used to live. (laughs) But now I'm dreaming of aliens all the time because I'm obsessed with them. And I'm not obsessed with them. That sounds a little weird. But I, I mean, if you're obsessed with aliens, I think that's cool. And there's so much to explore out there in the 
different dimensions, if you know what I mean. So, anyways, that was a little bit of a tangent. Um, but coming back here to, sorry if it's loud. There's a lot of traffic outside. I have my windows open. Um, so there's, yeah, there's, um, goodness gracious. There's a farmer's market down up the road and there's so much traffic and there was an accident that all of the traffic got all clogged up in front of my house anyways. Okay. That was just, that was just a little tangent there. Okay. So coming back to the idea of, of really coming up with your own, um, discerning your own feelings about some big idea. So let's go back to what I'm, I've decided to, to talk about today, which is the self-love movement. I think this is epic. It's amazing. Just like, you know, the body positive movement and things like that. But people, the thing is people will take these and skew them and kind of use them in different ways, which is fine. You know, that's why why it's so great to be alive and to be a human in the United States is we can kind of create our own opinions and say whatever we feel. But when it comes to, when it comes to truly working on yourself and truly loving yourself, those are the people that like truly, truly do. Those are the people that show up for others in a bigger older, brighter way. Um, but, but the people that kind of use it as an excuse, self-love as an excuse to be antisocial, which it's fine to be antisocial, of course. Um, but it's so important. I think it's so important to connect with other humans, whether it's out picking berries on a farm or at the bar, whatever your choice is. But when you are so focused on just serving yourself what you think you need what other people are saying that you need you know this is self-love this is how self-love is defined you need to give yourself a bath every night you need to eat this type of food you need to change your life by xyz now that is where it gets a little fishy because when it comes to anything i mean as a coach I don't sit down with every single client and speak the same way, give the same type of feedback or tools to use. Every single person is so different on this planet that I will never tell the same two people to eat the same thing, to work out the same way, to wear certain clothes. I mean, you can go on. So when it comes to the whole self-love movement, I think it's absolutely incredible to tell people that they need to take care of themselves. But people are doing this on the surface level. They're saying, oh my God, I had a shitty day. So I'm going to, even though I didn't make a lot of money at work, say you're a waitress or something. Like I used to be a waitress. I had a really shitty day at work. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to get a pedicure. That's self-care. Hashtag self-care. You know, how many times do you do that or post that or see that, see those types of posts? Um... And you end up getting your pedicure and it's great. And you know, you end up spending more money than you wanted to, but like, whatever, it's fine. And then you wake up the next day and you go to work and oh my God, it's another shitty day. Crap. All right. I'm going to go and get some takeout after work because I fucking deserve it. Hashtag self-care, hashtag self-love. 
again, th- this is where it gets tricky, is where we are living on the surface. This is the surface level self-love movement where it's basically any excuse to give yourself what your ego wants. That's the thing. People don't get that. Is you're not, self-love is not, okay, this is good. This is good. Self-love is not giving your ego what it wants. It's giving your soul what it needs. Self-love is not giving your ego what it wants. It's giving your soul what it needs, which is ultimately what your soul really wants. So you don't have to think about like, okay, what do I need right now? Because I know for me, when I frame things in a way of I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this, I get in my own way because I'm like, I get, I feel a lot of resistance when I feel like there's pressure. And when you use the term, the terminology, I mean, be careful with your words, the way you speak to yourself. That's why it's called spelling. You're casting spells as you speak and as you think. So if you think in limiting ways, if you think in, in ways that are um, even just, you know, the, those certain words that trigger a response like for me it's it's when i feel pressure or control that's when i want to go batshit crazy <laughs> i mean i'm not so bad anymore but that i'm more reactive when i feel pressure and that's the fight or flight you know that's the survival that's and that's kind of how you're designed that is how you're designed to be but you want to be in control of that you want to understand what you really really want in your soul And how do you find that out? Well, your intuition, which is always speaking to you. And I've noticed that getting off of social media this last 10 days of my, I guess I haven't even talked about that on my podcast. I've decided to take the last 10 days of my 30 day challenge in June to be social media free. And I didn't do this because I wanted to do it. I didn't do this because my ego wanted to do it. My ego was actually like, fuck that. I need to tell everyone how I'm doing every day. I need to share my everyday little successes or my tips. I need to make sure people are aware of what I'm doing. And my ego kind of freaked out. I mean, nowadays my ego freaking out isn't as big of a scene in my head as it used to be because I understand. I knew coming into this month that my ego would be like, but girl, don't you want that burger though? You want that burger though. (laughs) You know, and all of the little, all of the mostly screams from the ego of like, no, don't do it. Like the immediate, just like, no. Um, <laughs> but that's when I knew that it was right, was, was hearing my ego being like, I don't think so. Because when your ego says that, when your ego is like, no, I don't think so. It typically means that you're about to enter another realm of expen- expansion, which is uncomfortable for the ego to think about and to fathom because it's an unknown. We don't know what that's going to bring. We don't know what this whole month is going to do. We don't know if I'm going to be starving every day or if I'm going to be, if I'm not going to lose weight or if I'm not going to have awesome after pictures. There's a lot of unknown that the ego will attach onto in order to tell you to stop up leveling. But in your ego's mind, I guess, in your ego's mind, it's not up leveling. It's scary change. So when you understand that feeling of shit, this isn't right, that's when you understand that that's your ego, you can say, okay, I expected you to say this. I knew that you were coming. Thanks for showing up. I appreciate you for 
really truly trying to keep me alive and supporting the ego I really appreciate that I always say we don't want to shun the ego like fuck off Becky or whatever you call your 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 ego because it's going to come back louder louder so when you kind of think of it as a little child who just is really like oh my god I'm gonna die you just have to be like oh my god Tommy well Cindy we're gonna survive and we're actually going to not only survive we're going to thrive and you have to really harness that feeling, that overall big goal type of picture feeling of accomplishment and really try to embody that feeling every single day. Embody the feeling of accomplishment every single day. And what does that mean? Well, it's, it's kind of like taking affirmations to another level, but this is better because it's more visceral. Do you know the feeling of like having an anxiety attack? That's a visceral feeling. And when you feel that, it's your body and then your mind reacts and then your body reacts again and it's this endless cycle. So we have to make sure, you know, we get ahead of this this cycle before it even starts, okay? We have to, I definitely went on a little tangent here, but I think it's worthy of being said with this whole self-love movement and everything like that because instead of just going on the surface level of oh i've got my nails done self-care no what do you really need what does your soul actually want after a long day at work and you're exhausted and you're so pissed at your boss or whatever if you continuously feel that way every single day you are letting your outside circumstances control how you are feeling internally and that is 100 disempowering yourself So in order to really, really feel self-love is by empowering ourselves to not only feel worthy, but also to really trust ourselves. We have to trust ourselves. We have to trust ourselves in order to truly feel the love for ourselves. Because if we don't trust ourselves, then we're going to say, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, And that self-trust Where does it come from? Integrity. And where does your integrity come from? Your intuition. It's all a chain, chain, chain reaction. Your intuition is always speaking to you. And if you are ignoring it, even though I I love this idea that I just came up with, it's, it's happened because I am not using my phone right now as much as I always have been. Oh my God, it's been bad lately. And that's why my intuition told me to cut the crap, put the phone down 10 days. You can do that. And I'm like, Ugh. okay fine I'll do that I've gotten to the point where I feel like I can't not listen to my intuition it doesn't feel really really bad when I don't listen to it in those little moments like say for example I was still on social media it wouldn't be like I'm suffering every day or I'm in pain every day it's just that I'm not excelling I'm not doing what's ultimately the best for myself and your intuition is always always, always, always there to tell you whether it's a food. I mean, this is something that I heard about from another intuitive, a psychic type of person. And what she was saying is if you um, aren't sure what your body needs or wants food wise, because we hear the whole thing, meat's good, meat's bad, plants are good, certain plants are bad. I mean, 
you I've listened to so many doctors that have opposing views that it's like what the hell I don't even know even the best doctors say things that I'm like wait what I just heard what I uh what uh uh and it leaves you confused you know the whole nightshade thing and the lectin thing I mean I'm not going to go on a nutrition tangent but there's a lot of doctors and researchers out there that are making your you know making you really truly believe something and then it gets neglect or it gets um uh what's the word the complete opposite opinion is expressed from another doctor the next day and so it's like okay wait so should i eat tomatoes or should i not are they good for me or are they not maybe they are or maybe they aren't at all and you just get uh, you know we need to what was my point in in bringing up the food thing um we need to we need to understand what our needs are oh yeah intuition by our intuition through okay this is what this is what someone i'll just say elizabeth april if you want to look her up she's amazing speaking of aliens she channels aliens if that's your thing go check her out elizabeth april on youtube um so she would say like if you're at the grocery store and you grab a pineapple and you hold the pineapple in front of you you basically become like a pendulum where you can give yourself the answer of what you need like your body will tell you if you need it or not or if it's not going to benefit you so you hold the pineapple and if you're right in front of your body and if your body naturally now you just this this is easier over time because i've practiced this now i'm like oh what do i want what do i know i don't know and I'm like, should I have this right now? And what I'll do is I'll hold whatever op- the food in front of my face, in front of my body. And if your body sways towards it, like if it naturally kind of just like shifts towards the food, then yes, your body is intuitively like wanting that food. But if it shifts away, then maybe put the food down and walk away. That's just something fun that is interesting to try. Not saying that's how you should make every single decision in your life. But if you're really in tune with your intuition or if you want to get in tune with it a little bit more, this is a perfect way of doing that because it is really simple and really easy. And what's the worst that can happen, especially if it's a pineapple? You know what I mean? Um, So I I just found that really interesting. And like this idea that I that I thought of when I was in the woods about um, how we are always 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 being spoken to a, from our intuition so when you make a big goal like for example this whole month for me it's just kind of really owning and honing into my habits and just like refining them and doing what's best for me and that's being more intuitive and listening to that and where this really helps is in every little moment especially when you feel Again, is this healthy for me? Should I have this? Or should I consume this or not? Should I walk here? Should I go there? Your intuition is always, always talking to you. So in every little moment, that is when your integrity is built. And that is how your self-trust is built, which is how your self-love is truly built from the core. Because you can't love yourself if you're just, again, doing the surface area pissed off, going to treat myself. And then you wake up again the next day, like pissed off. You're not solving anything. So this goes, your intuition will help you. Like, um, your intuition will help you adjust your habits because it will tell you what is working for you and what is not. 
your body for me my body is an is the intuitive it's not like i'm a clear um a clairvoyant and i hear like i don't hear i hear buzzing you know when i sometimes um which i think is like an ascension symptom and it's just something that happens to a lot of us a lot of frequencies out in the air um but i feel it in my body it's really interesting the past year or two ever since my first spiritual awakening I have this feeling inside of me that comes and goes sometimes sometimes it's when I'm really really sad but it's weird it feels like when I feel really really happy and it's in my body it's not like in my head I'm not thinking like oh my god this is so funny it's this feeling that I have inside of me and I'm still working on what all of this means and how I'm like deciphering it but for me I find that it's love that feeling feels like so much love. And that's why when I do cry and when I am upset these days, I feel more love for my, there's this love that comes through because I'm able to allow my emotions to move through me really easily to the point where it's almost like a child where I get really upset and I cry or like things, it, I get emotional really easily, but then it's gone and it's fine because I move through it really fast. And I think that's also happening right now for the collective in the energy shift that's going on in this crazy, amazing year. It's so incredible. I, I feel the effects of it. I usually feel like the collective changing and, you know, the whole energy shifting outside of me. But now recently I've really felt this in myself and actually I kind of want to do a podcast episode on that and I think I might because it's really really interesting how I have shifted in such a natural way where I'm not in the trying anymore it's just happening because I've I've retrained my brain I've I've honed into my intuition especially without my phone these past few days like I am a clear channel I plan on potentially doing the last three days as a fast like a water slash juice fast because i just want i've heard so many amazing benefits to this people that could not get out of their own way when it comes to dieting and people that really try and stuff like that you know a lot of times when they when they do three days of fasting boom not that i'm trying to lose weight but I'm trying to recalibrate my body and get it to working as best as it can so I have longevity and vivacity. Vivacity. What? Vitality. Vitality. Oh my gosh. As smart as I am, sometimes words just are made up in my head. Vivacity. That's funny. Vitality. Who doesn't want to live a really beautifully energetic expansive life i know that's always my goal and it should be yours too if you're on planet earth because that's not only impacting you when you're down in the dumps all the damn time and you're just trying to get through your day every day until the day you die that's not creating any positive ripple effects for anybody it's not creating positive ripple effects for yourself and that is huge to do I used to think ripple effects, it was, it's always been my mission to create positive ripple effects out there in the world. But I've realized that when I create positive ripple effects for myself by following my intuition, which helps me stay in integrity, which helps me love myself, other people are, are catching my vibe. 
I'm spreading that energy and I'm uplifting the consciousness of the collective by doing that for myself. So in order to truly love yourself, I know that I kind of went all, all over the place today, but in order to truly love, love, love yourself, this is what we all want. It's not going to get a pedicure. It's not taking a bath. Of course, please do all those things because they're fun and it's great. We're human. Let's experience it. Treat yourself. Do all the things. But if you are consistently ignoring what your soul wants, which is ultimately what you need, but again, we don't want to frame it that way. We want to frame it as what do I really want? What do I really, really want? Not what my ego wants. Not what my brain wants. That's like, that's pretty much your ego, your monkey brain. Oh my God, I need sugar now. Uh, it's it's what, what your soul really wants for you because you're here to expand and to grow and to learn on this planet and to help others do that. So I hope this helps you today. And if you are looking for more tools about how to love yourself, about how to truly harness that integrity and 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 really zone into your intuition and try to have a better relationship with that then please email me uh, message me whatever whatever you want to do reach out to me i'm a coach and this is what i do i love this this is what i thrive off of i want to help you i want to help anyone that feels like they're caught in a cycle of consistent self-sabotage I went through that for 10 years, so you don't have to do that for 10 years. I have learned through my experience, so you don't have to spend so many years learning through experience. You can just learn from me for just one month and you will be set for life if we ingrain these new beliefs and ways of life and habits and and all of this subconscious programming in order to truly move forward into a better realm. Not moving forward into like the same type of place, you know? Where do you want to be in one year, in three years, in 10 years, even one month from now? Do you want to be in the same spot that you are right now? Do you want to be a little bit more behind or do you want to be ahead of the game? Do you want to be ahead of yourself? You should always be in competition with yourself of yesterday. So in 30 days, that's 30 30 times stronger that that version of you is 30 times stronger than the you of today. But if you don't change anything now, and if you say, "Mm, I'm not ready, then you're never going to be ready and you're never going to change your life and you will be on your deathbed someday and you'll regret all of the things that you wish you had the courage to try, that you wish you had the courage to open up to. I'm going to leave it at that today. I hope that this episode found you well. I hope that it resonates and I hope that it changes your life in any positive way. Even if it's just a little nugget, I would love to hear. Message me on Instagram. Again, I'm not on Instagram right now, but I'll get it when I get back on. Um, And you can also email me. Right now, my email I'm using is CassandraDesaro at gmail.com. So it's my full name, C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-D-E-S-A-R-R-O at g-m-a-i-l dot (laughs) c-o-m so email me any feedback any topics that you would like me to discuss 
Um, or if you are looking to hire a coach or you want to see my pricing or you want to see what it, it, the deal is, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. Okay. So just reach out and, uh, we'll get you going. All right. I appreciate you for listening today. I will catch you next time on podcasts.